Hey everyone, welcome here and glad to have you along. Did you know that I am now on Locals? Locals is an app where you can build community. Think of it like a modern day Facebook group. There you can get free content. I host morning coffees, some afternoon happy hours. You get tons of bonus content, discounts to programs and functions, and it's the best place to connect with me and the subscription box community as we continue to grow. All the videos are free to watch and all you have to do is sign up on Locals. And the best place to do that is to download the Locals app and search for The Subscription Box Show or Eric Music, or you can go to the actual website, thesubscriptionboxshow.locals.com, and there you'll be able to sign up for free. Hope to see you there, and remember to check out our new YouTube channel, The Subscription Box Show. Cheers, and enjoy the show. All right, we're live. So... This is my main guy, Clayton. I know for those of you who are maybe local supporters, you might uh, hear me talking about my guy at my fulfillment center or my guy, Clayton. Well, this is him here. So uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you can now see his his lovely face there from his home in Winnipeg. And um, if you're listening to audio, you can't see his face, but you'll see his picture on the cover. So uh, Clayton, welcome to the show, man. And uh, this is a long time coming. Yeah, thanks, Eric. It's uh, <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> uh, for those who maybe never heard of Kitback or unfamiliar with just fulfillment centers in general, fulfillment services, maybe give us a kind of a, a quick intro on what you do there. Okay, so I own a business called Kitback Fulfillment, and we are a third-party logistics. We work primarily with uh, customers that sell product online. We've been doing this for 13 years. So that's a ways ago. Like, how much has the business changed in? 13 years from basically like, I mean, there's, there was e-commerce, like what does that bring us to like 2009, 2008, somewhere in there? 2009 is when we started. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's been a lot of change. Um, you know, back in the day when I first started, it was uh, very few people knew what a three party logistics company was. Yeah. Um, the software for selling online was very basic compared to what it is now. Lots of customers would, uh, you know, they had software. I think Volusion was pretty popular back then. Very difficult to do integrations. Nowadays, integrations are, are very easy to come by. There's lots of apps available. So yeah. It's been a huge change. So what's the background? What were you doing before? I know Nitch had started Kitback, but what was the plan before? Were you in fulfillment? Were you in shipping? Like, what, is there any kind of... Or is just, That's just... kind of an interesting background. So I worked in the printing industry for pretty much my whole career. The one printing company that I worked for... We did a lot of presentation folders and sales aids for insurance companies. Okay. So that particular company, we would print the inventory and then we fulfill the orders directly to the individual sales offices of the basically sales materials. So I had an idea of what fulfillment was. In 2009, there was a, a recession and I got laid off from the printing company that I was working at. I immediately put in a proposal to take over their offsite warehouse. They accepted that proposal. Their offsite warehouse had quite a bit of empty space in it. And then I began selling into that space. Is that the same spot where you are today? No, we've grown quite a bit since okay. then. So, now so you've expanded. Much bigger space. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big place. Eh? Like I was surprised on the on the square footage of it. Like there's it can hold quite a bit. Like, I mean, so the integrations is something, right? Like for someone who might be listening, like, okay, what kind of website typically do fulfillment centers work with? Is it just Shopify or can it kind of work with multiple things? Uh, can they integrate with pretty much anything now? Yeah, we can integrate with pretty much anything. What they have nowadays is they have integration softwares that have hundreds of integrations. So we use an integration software to connect to our warehouse software. And then 
the integrator software will connect to hundreds of different sales channels and different ways of selling. So Shopify, uh, WooCommerce, BigCommerce, eBay, Amazon, Amazon Marketplace, uh, Etsy, you name it, there's an integration for it. So we use a couple of different integration softwares to connect depending on whether they have every single integration. Now, lots of our customers use Shopify. Shopify itself has hundreds of integrations as well. So many of our customers will use the Shopify integration. So all the orders consolidate in their Shopify store and then send the orders to us. Yeah. So for example, you know, if you're using Bolt subscriptions or Recharge, like there's integrations for those, right? So like for a subscription box company, like our stuff comes through Shopify through Bolt, right? Like there's still like a third-party asset there, but it integrates all kind of seamlessly. It's pretty neat. And then I should probably preface and, and start by saying that we did a cool tour of the warehouse uh, last week, was it? We recorded that, Clayton? Yeah. So this will be a few weeks old by the time this comes out on the Tuesday. But uh, so we did, I went to the warehouse and I brought a few boxes and we just kind of like, you know, pretended we were going to be shipping. Well, actually, we're not pretending. We actually had to ship them. <laughs> Anyways, but, um, <laughs> just to kind of see like what the process is for something like that. So if you want to see the exclusive warehouse tour, uh, it's probably around 10, 15 minutes long. I think we kind of recorded. It's pretty neat. Uh, it's a short video, but it's it's really kind of cool to see the ins and outs of the shipping um, mm-hmm. where I get my stuff done. So head over to Locals, the subscription box, show.locals.com. It's always at the bottom of the screen here. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on audio, you can just go ahead and click the link in the show notes. And if you are a supporter, you'll be able to see that video, of course, and, and kind of see the tour of what a fulfillment center looks like not just um warehousing so make sure to do that and if you're not on youtube yet watching these episodes yet I'd, please just go and at least check out the show and just subscribe and hit that bell button and like a video those helps the algorithm it's a brand new channel we're trying to do and junior's doing some great work there with the um the graphics and stuff so i appreciate you guys checking that out and subscribing and if you haven't already done so on your favorite podcast player if you're listening to this on apple or on spotify whatever you listen to just make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast. Those helps as well when it comes to downloads and just the numbers and gets visibility up for the show. Clayton, who is fulfillment for? I know like I want to ask some basic questions, but I want to go back to like ourselves. Like, like is this for someone who's at the point where they've got, you know, I don't know, they, they want to have everything done by the people at the warehouse, uh, putting the boxes together, or is there a multi-use when it comes to a fulfillment center? Yeah, there's, there's lots of different <laughs> ways to use our services in particular. Generally, what happens is is our customers start looking for a fulfillment center when they start running out of space or they start running out of time to do the work themselves. So they've grown to a point where it becomes challenging to either pack all their own boxes or they just don't have space to bring in the inventory. So Yeah, exactly. So for example, in our case, folks, if you're kind of wondering like, how does that, well, how does this look like for, you know, a potentially for a subscription box company? Well, we're not really at the point where we need them to like pack our boxes yet. So what we do is we pack our boxes but we bring them to Clayton and Kitpack so that they can ship them for us. And why do we do that? Because, you know, you say, well, I can just get, a, I got a commercial account with Canada Post or with uh, whatever your, you know, UPS or whatever you happen to use, pre later. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh, the problem with that is that my scale of eco- economy <laughs> is not as big as Clayton's. They ship out thousands and thousands of boxes and different items. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, upon thousands. So, I mean, they get a better discount than we do. So by us bringing it there, it's worth it for us to save on shipping, to have them use their economy of scale to ship out our boxes and get the best rate. So if you go through the, for example, our warehouse tour, it shows us the system, it measures the box, it weighs it. Um, it's got like these cameras that kind of like give the dimensions, right? And I'm, I'm going to, you know, talk in layman's terms here, Clayton. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> they kind of like 
puts together and then it spits out within seconds. You'll see the label spits out. It spits out the best rate. So it looks for the best rate on UPS. I mean, what else is it? Um, Canada yeah, Post. Canada Post, US Post. Yeah, exactly. So it finds the best one and gives you that label automatically. So they know, and then they put their box on the you know specific pallet where it's going to be going out when the UPS truck shows up or the Canada Post truck shows up. So it's kind of a neat thing. So you know you're getting the best rates no matter what. And, and I a, think- lot of, a lot of people don't really appreciate how big a difference, particularly in Canada, the, the rates can be. So carriers say UPS has a fantastic rate to one city, but it turns out that Campar has a, a fantastic rate to the other city. Mm-hmm. So it's not like each time getting the rate shop every single time, you know, you save $2 on this shipment to this city and you save $3 on this shipment to the other city. You got this shipment way out in the middle of nowhere. So then Canada Post typically takes the remote destinations and you don't get the overcharges from outside the delivery area charges that you would get from UPS or some of the other couriers. And it, it is actually quite surprising when you when you look at each rate on each shipment and you see, oh, that one was $10 more if we had stuck with UPS instead of Canada Post or vice versa, because UPS yeah. is usually the better rate to the large cities. You know, it's $5 less with UPS than Canada Post. That's insane. And those things adds up, like, especially if you're in Canada. So let's break it down to two kind of demographics here. If you're a Canadian subscription box company, like, and you're like, okay, should I be looking for... For example, in Winnipeg, we're pretty nicely placed. So folks, if you're listening you know, overseas, wherever you're listening from, or in the States, and a lot of our listeners are in the States, like Winnipeg is like right smack down, literally in the middle of Canada. Exactly. So we're kind of we're kind of like positioned well, or you're positioned well anyways as a shipping, you know, third-party logistics company to kind of like disperse the stuff, right? It doesn't matter if it's going southbound to the States or if it's going uh, west all the way to BC or east all the way to you know Toronto Maritimes. We're kind of nicely placed. So I guess my question would be, how would someone utilize Kitpack, for example, as a fulfillment center for their business? Is the best way for them to get the stuff? Well, you tell me, like, what would be the best way for someone to utilize something like Kitpack? (laughs) Well, the best way is to have a conversation with one of our representatives and, and just find out what your business needs are. We're very flexible. So we work with you know, all kinds of different companies and, and all kinds of different challenges that those companies have. And, you know, what works for one company doesn't necessarily work for another company. So so the best thing is to just contact us and go over your specific requirements. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so let's assume, I'm going to start assuming that I'm going to put some examples here. Some. Uh, <laughs> so, so let's say I'm in Calgary. I'm in Calgary, Alberta or whatever. I'm. Let's just use, I don't know why I'm using Calgary, but I'm going to use Calgary. And they're like, you know what? I trust Eric's guy, Clayton. I want to work with Kitpack. I know there's fulfillment centers in Calgary, but I want to work with Winnipeg. Now, would their best thing be to have their items? And let's say they're at a sizable business. Would their best rate thing be to be like the classic fulfillment where they get all their items shipped for their boxes to the warehouse? And then every month you guys put the boxes together and ship them out and use that, you know, your services for that reason to save on their shipping? That is definitely one way to do it. They already are building their boxes themselves. The boxes can be consolidated into a single shipment to our warehouse. And then we do the disbursement after that. So, so those are, yeah. So those are the two options, right? They still do themselves, that. throw it on a pallet, ship it to Winnipeg. From there, you guys do kind of like what you would do actually with like, we talked about this at the warehouse, actually. I don't know if it was on or off camera. We talked about zone mm-hmm. skipping. How zone skipping is a thing where Canada Post does where you ship one massive pallet or whatever shipment to a location. And from there it gets dispersed, right? That's right. So you take advantage of the low per pound rate on the pallet to say the East Coast and then 
you take advantage of the local courier deliveries at destination. Is it something you guys are looking into? I know I remember when we first got together with you guys, what is that over a year ago now? Like we talked about zone skipping and how that was possibly coming into like a kit pack system. Yeah, we are definitely looking at it. It's uh, a little bit of a slow go. We have such good shipping rates already. So the parcels, you know, the, the savings on uh, zone skipping and putting it onto a pallet and then having someone at the destination break it out and, and turn it over to the couriers is not cost effective yet. Yeah. And that is basically because we have such great rates with the parcels just going out straight after. <clears throat> yeah, there's some loopholes with that zone skipping, right? Like you have to do something like, you know, someone has to be there to like to even remove a piece of tape or cut it open. And then, you know, the Canada Post or whatever that people can disperse it, right? Is there something, is that still a, yeah, is no, that a rumor? Is that, a, is that a thing? Is very restrictive on their inbounds. So, and when they accept stuff like that, so they, uh, it can be rather difficult. So that's one way of doing it. Like, let's say you're packing your own stuff and you ship it over. That's one way. And you might think, well, that might not be worth it. But you might be at a point where whether you have like a shop or um, you have enough product that you wanted to integrate it. For example, we talked a lot about like Amazon and Fair and these kind of places mm-hmm. last last week. Then again, this is off air. So I'm just going to kind of like bring it up to speed here, folks. We're talking about essentially like for us, we have a shop and we're, we manufacture our own products now. So we're talking about potentially having stuff on Amazon and or like a fair, a Tundra, one of these kind of wholesaler companies. And the way we would utilize Kitpack in this instance would be quite simply to have the stuff manufactured instead of getting delivered to me, because I live about an hour away from where the, sh- the warehouse is, just so you guys would know, like I'm south of Winnipeg. So I would have my stuff delivered directly to Kitpack, to the warehouse. From there, the third-party integrations that connect to my shop or to my Amazon store or to my fair store even, every time there's an order to come in, they go through daily and just do it for me. And it just gets done automatically. So for something like that, we can also integrate that as well. And that's something that takes nothing away from your subscription. It's just a, a secondary income stream that you can use. So then to feed the marketing giant that it is to start marketing now with customer acquisition costs through the roof, through subscriptions, as we all know. Uh, so this is something we're considering to do now because um, we need to offset costs when it comes to not only shipping, but for marketing as well. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great idea. You know, it's, it's, it's very easy for us because of the integrations. We connect right to the Shopify store. We also have integrations to each of those channels ourselves depending on how you would like to set it up. The nice thing is that the integration takes care of the order drops into our system. We pack it and ship it. We choose the best rate carrier. The tracking number is posted back to your Shopify store. Your Shopify store emails your customer and says, you know, here's a tracking number. It'll be there in two days. Yeah. And then the good thing about something like that is like, you don't have to worry about it, right? Like every day you guys do like a, a run through in the morning and then you know, basically until three o'clock, you're shipping out those daily orders. So you're making money around the clock for having set that up a few times and watching inventory and then having that go there. So something like that would be the cost. Like obviously you're not doing this for free. <laughs> <laughs> so people are like, well, you know, margins are slim. Well, maybe margins are slim in subscriptions. Margins are less slim in you know the e-com space for something like that, right? When you're selling on Amazon one-offs or to... um a big order, for example. So maybe talk about like, first of all, costs, and then we'll talk about some other advantages there. Yeah. So costs, we have an order processing fee, obviously, to uh, cover the cost of going and picking the order, packing the order, and shipping the order. You know, you're looking at two, three bucks, depending on your order volumes. Yeah. Um, and then a per item fee you know, also. So if we're picking one of this and one of that and two of that other item, the order value does go up a little bit. Yeah, but there's also some cool stuff like customization because I've seen like 
you know, and I mean, we're not going to name brands because um, we don't want to get in trouble, but we're just going to kind of use examples here. So like, it was pretty neat to see at the warehouse, right? Like we, you see this stuff coming in from overseas. It's where it's manufactured yeah. by a local business maker. It happened to be like, I think a car product or whatever, right? And they're all the same. Like they, they get manufactured in China. Like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And they're coming here. And all of a sudden, once it gets there, you guys take that, remove all the the generic pamphlets because this guy wants it custom to his brand and his look. And he's got all these yeah. different cool things, his own boxes, his own labels in there that you guys insert for him. Um, even the wrapper, like you guys wrap the box because he that's what he wanted, right? To have his, his extra yeah. cool street look. And it looked pretty badass, if I have to be honest. Like it looked really mm-hmm. cool. So when you're, I'm sure when you go to his website, you know, it's got this really cool website and that's the whole feel from the website to the door. This is that product. Yeah. But that's not what it looked like when it came overseas. But you can customize as well is what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, so we do all kinds of stuff like like that. Uh, you know, it's basically that as a repackaging job. So when the product comes in, it's in uh, in generic boxes, and we we repackage it into branded boxes with branded thank you cards. I believe on that particular customer you're talking about, we have a handwritten thank you card that my staff write out, insert into the box. Lots of our customers have varying degrees of customization. You have customers that try to promote like zero waste, they put uh, paper tape on. They have us use paper tape instead of uh, the normal. Clear tape or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Some customers have branded tape that we put on, so it has the brand on it. They use our generic boxes, but have branded tape or branded stickers that we put on the box so that it shows their brand and looks nice for the brand without the the just standard generic box. So it's all up to the customers and what they want and, and how they want it to look. And we work really hard with customers to make sure that what we send out is top quality. Yeah, in the end, so customization is a thing. So that includes, you know, Henrik knows is what we do. So at some point, uh, once we get to the point where we can get you guys to do all the packing for us, we'll know that we're um, we're in good hands. Like I know subscription boxes, people worry because this is their baby, right? Well, not not like any, not just subscription boxes, but subscription boxes in particular because it's there's so many different moving parts, right? Like yeah, there's it's the way you pack the box. It's not just like I'm selling this this mug. Yeah. Put in a box, put some custom tape, and it's still branded. It's like, no, like the items that are going in the box have to look good. So I think, I don't know, like people, I guess, are yeah. probably a lot of times it's about the customer experience, right? So for so, sure, yeah, you know, you want the customer to open the box and have a, a nice experience with the opening of the box and not see like crumpled up void fill and yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So lastly, let's just kind of talk about the tips of working with a fulfillment center, working with Kitpack in this case, do's and don'ts maybe. Um, Is there like certain things that you guys see? It's like, oh, that's a rookie mistake that could have been avoided. Like, what are some tips to working with having a successful partnership with Kitpack or with a fulfillment place? The biggest thing is uh, communication and and being somewhat organized. So making sure that you know what your products are, it's surprising how often we work with companies and stuff just shows up and, you know, there's no communication. It's like, what is this? No, <laughs> nobody knows what it is. <laughs> oh yeah. So one of the big things is the SKUs. I know I've talked to you quite a bit about SKUs. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's having a unique identifier for every product. Customers often have similar products that they sell on their website. And when you're a small business in particular, you kind of know your products really well, but when you're working with a fulfillment center with thousands and thousands and thousands of SKUs, and certainly we have quite a few staff members, you know, they can't memorize all your products. So it's very important to have unique identifiers and labeling. Yeah, those are good stuff. I mean, SKUs is a big one. 
making sure you're on the same page, right? In the end, like, you know, if, as the communication is open. And um, yeah, I think the SKUs was something that we were, it kind of still confuses me. Like I find it's kind of like, I hate details. I'm a big picture guy. So when it comes to like little detail, things like that, I personally hate that kind of stuff, but we'll do what we're told. So I mean, <laughs> we, we put in SKUs for Clayton all the time now. So, um, and it's still not perfect. It makes I think a big difference. It makes, yeah, for sure. Like we were getting, because it, and then in the end, you know, that communication breakdown's not there. Like we were having issues with like, you know, like the orders being not, process because the skew wasn't there. So there's just certain things that we can make it easier, yeah. which is, yeah. And there's always going to be ongoing little things too. If my tip would be like, you know, it's like your website. When you're setting up your website, you think it's done. It's never done. You're always going to be optimizing the never website. Done. You're always going to be doing different yeah. things. And same thing with this, you know, as integrations come out, new updates come out, and a new app comes out, whatever it is, you're always going to be kind of like keeping that communication open and making sure things are on the same page. So if there's something that comes up, you guys can work it out as a partnership and as a team because our success is dependent on them and vice versa. So it's um, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, we, we, we do our best for our customers because what we do to help our customers grow their business grows our business as well. Yeah, exactly. Lastly, I guess I just want to say like, where could people get a hold of you, Clayton, if someone's interested more on Kitpack and working with, uh, you know, a nice central spot like Winnipeg and what you guys do, what's the best way to get a hold of you? The, the easiest thing is to just Google us, Kitpack. Come to our website, kitpack.com. There's forms that you can fill out that'll reach one of our representatives, our phone number, all our contact information. Info at kitpack.com is a easy and simple email to send to that will will actually get to me. So yeah, kitpack, K-I-T-P-A-K. Dot com. Dot com. And then again, or if you're really lazy, you can just go in the show notes and click the link. It'll be in the in the show note links there as well to see the site, get a hold of uh, Clayton. Uh, should I put Clayton's email directly in his phone number? You can, uh, no, I'm kidding. I won't do that. Oh, you can. That's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, look at that. So you can even talk to the man himself. Well, if there's anything else you want to mention, I'll leave it up to you here. Otherwise, we'll just kind of wrap it up here. Yeah, I think you've covered most of it. Like uh, the biggest thing that using a third party logistics like ours is to free up your time. So that's what we find. A lot of our customers come on board. You know, they're doing a pretty small number of orders when they first start, but they're already struggling with the space and the time to pack boxes. Like it, it starts getting difficult if you're working out of your home or your basement and uh, you know, you got to get this order to Canada post and then you got to get that other order to UPS and, and it starts to be onerous. And what we've found is that when customers come on board with us and the whole back end of their business just runs, that they spend more time doing marketing. They do that next you know, they run that next ad campaign or or they do those few more social media posts. And next thing you know, their business doubled and tripled. So yeah, they, you want to start working on your business, not in your business. Exactly that's, right. that's the old, the old adage, as they say, um, actually there's something else I want to bring up because I, I, I said it was a two part to my other question. It was a Canadian part. And now, sorry, I'm going to bring it up. So we're going to rewind a bit. The American part. I get this from my American listeners all the time. Like, I'd love to ship to Canada, but it's crazy expensive. It's like $50 to ship this there or whatever. Like they get these crazy rates. Is it a thing where like an American subscription box could contact you and say, Hey, listen, I'm going to get my stuff delivered right to Kitback. And then you guys, you know, pack it and deliver it from there. And it would there be savings for them that way? Absolutely. Okay. So that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, yeah, it is a thing. And I I, I figured it was. So I think that's the best way to do it. You're avoiding all of the logistical nightmares of trying to ship your own boxes from you know, your place, wherever you are in the States to Canada, that would be the most cost efficient way for sure to integrate that into your business. So um, yeah, use Clayton's information to uh, get a hold of him if that's something that interests you. And if you're going to be doing it, 
I'm not just saying that because Kitpack is the company we use, but being in a central location like Winnipeg will help that as well. Yeah. Just because you're not on any one of the coasts, right? Smack dab in the center of the country, the heart of the continent, <laughs> actually. We have a- everyone gets our shipments really fast. So you know, that's right. It's, it's only a couple of days pretty much anywhere in Canada. So yeah, yeah. It's because it's just kind of short. At least for the major centers. Yeah, no, for sure. Like our people never get it. Like we, I'm surprised how often, like, you know, sometimes the next day it's crazy. Like I'll, we'll see people starting to post about their boxes and it's like, look at that. Like that was like a day or two. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's surprisingly fast. Okay, cool. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for doing this, Clayton. And uh, for those of you guys, again, who would like to see a tour of Kitpack in the warehouse and what they do there and see some of the other dudes and dudettes that uh, we work with there, (laughs) make sure to head over to the subscription box show.locals.com. There's going to be an exclusive tour for people there to see the warehouse. And if you're watching this on YouTube, yeah, just go ahead. This will be available on Friday and then on the Tuesday when the audio comes out. So if you're listening to this and it's Tuesday, just so you know, next Tuesday, there's going to be obviously another episode. But on the Friday, it's always available early on YouTube. So if you want to get ahead of it for the weekend and, and watch that, you can surely do that as well. So Clayton, thanks for doing this, man. And uh, thanks for the no virtual problem. the virtual tour out of this our discussion, but also for the physical tour that we did uh, earlier last week. Yeah, thanks for having me, Eric. Right on. We'll talk soon. Cheers. Okay. Bye.